Welcome to Finding Jimmy. The question I commonly receive is, why is your podcast called Finding Jimmy? What does this mean? Or, what does Finding Jimmy mean on your podcast? I'd like to start today with the purpose, the the mission or purpose statement of Finding Jimmy, and my personal purpose, which is this. To lift and love others without limit, without restriction or fear. I love this purpose. It motivates me, it inspires me, and gives purpose to my life every day. Now, this purpose didn't just pop up in my life one day. It has uh, developed and required years for me to get to the point where I could just write it down and, and have that as a purpose. But for me, it is me. In finding this purpose, I found me. In other words, in finding Jimmy, I found myself. So today I'm going to share a few stories uh, that give kind of a background to this purpose in finding Jimmy. And also, um, as always, I like to include a challenge and an invitation for you, which I will do at the end of today's podcast. So again, the mission of Finding Jimmy and the purpose is to lift and love others without limit, without restriction, or without fear. So the first story today is uh, a story that happened to me when I was probably you know, six or seven years old. I was planning on going on a camp out with my dad and my brothers in the desert, and there was a, a kind of a lake out in the middle of the desert, and so we loaded our stuff up in a borrowed old orange, rusted out 1965 Chevy pickup. And we were driving out through the desert. And of course, it was like typical Southwest deserts in the United States with sagebrush and not a lot of of plants. And the road was very dusty and dirty and bumpy and, and had washboards on it. As we were going around a particular turn in this road, there was a truck that had rolled off the side of the road, probably 20 yards, 30 yards from the road. It was upside down, and we knew it had just rolled recently because it was upside down and the wheels were still spinning. So my dad quickly stopped the truck, and he jumps out and runs over to this truck that's upside down with the wheels spinning, and you know the windows are broken out, and, and he, there's some blood on the ground. And he starts to follow this blood, and there's, there's drops of blood just going the opposite way of the road, so not going towards the road, but away from the road and and into the desert on this hot desert uh, sand and dirt. And so my dad followed this blood and the blood actually came around and, and cut back into the road and then disappeared. Uh, my dad came back to the truck where we as boys were waiting and he says, we've got to go find uh, this person. And so we drove up and down the road and looked for him and eventually we, we came to this small town uh, they had one gas station, one little, you know, in the middle of town, and there this man was. He was um, cut up, uh, broken up, and and bleeding quite a lot. And we were able to get him uh, medical, help him get medical uh, care and attention. Now, this story impressed me as a little boy. I was impressed by my father's courage, uh, his complete lack of fear and his willingness to help. A second um, example of a story that happened to me. Now, this is with me as an adult. 
I was in law school and I was a poor, uh, struggling, you know, graduate student. I tried to work a job while I went to law school, which was uh, frowned upon because uh, law school was supposed to uh, take up all of your attention. But I had a young child at home, and so I was trying to work, trying to go to school in Illinois, and it was a brutal winter. Now, Illinois winters have a lot of humidity, which means they have a lot of ice storms, uh, brutal uh, you know, ice crystal type snow, and it was one of those type of days. And I had an old Jeep. Now, this old Jeep was fine for getting around back and forth to law school and work. This particular day, I was driving over a railroad track in this dark, cold day. And just as I went over the railroad track, I lost power to the Jeep. My lights went out. My power steering went out. Every, you know, power operated thing in the Jeep went out. And it was the most terrible timing. I was 1,800 miles away from my family and home. And I didn't know where to turn or what to do. And I was extremely frustrated. You see, I found myself in, in need of some help. I didn't know where to turn. Just at that time, a friend of mine, <laughs> I was probably 24 or 25, and this friend of mine was 80. His name was Al, and he was from Iraq, which happened to be you know a place where our the United States military was involved. And so it was interesting for me to have this friend, Al, from Iraq. And he was uh, a political asylum resident in the United States, meaning his family had been attacked by the Iraq government, and he had nothing. He literally was so poor. But he had an old uh, beat-up minivan. And he came to me and says, Trent, I want to help you. Let me help you. He said, I'll get my minivan and I will tow your, your Jeep with you back across uh, this railroad into this parking lot uh, by my house and, and we can work on it and we'll fix it. I was shocked, but I needed help. And I couldn't believe that this old man from Iraq with nothing was, was helping me. You see, Al, he had courage. He lacked any fear and he was willing to help. And he touched my life on that day. I wanted to be like Al. Um, fast forward to another experience I had. I was going to meet my younger brother at a restaurant to eat lunch. We'd planned on this a few days ahead. So on the day of this lunch, I hopped in my car. I was getting ready to drive to this restaurant. And as I was driving there, I noticed on the side of a road by this, a stoplight, a man with no shoes, and he was holding up a sign something like willing to work for food, and he had a dog. And I saw this man, and immediately in my mind thought, I wonder if he's really willing to work. Is he trying to just get money for, you know, for booze or for an addiction? And anyways, in my hurry and rush to get to, the, to, to lunch, I drove past this man and went to this restaurant and waited for my brother. Um, as I sat there waiting, within a few minutes, I, wa I saw my brother pull up, and he walked into the restaurant barefoot. What happened to my brother's shoes? Well, as my brother walked into the restaurant, he walked in with that same homeless man that was standing by the corner. My brother had taken off his shoes and put them on this homeless man's feet. And he also had the homeless man's dog. We walked up to order and all I could think about was, why didn't I help this man? My brother immediately introduced me and says, hey, this is my friend, John. We just met. And 
he didn't know that I knew they had just met because I had just seen John on the corner with his dog, shoeless, bare feet. Of course, now he had shoes with his dog. My brother turns to John and says, John, go ahead and order whatever you want. Order something that'll make you feel good and, and feel happy, John. And John walks up and starts ordering um, his food. My brother says to him, hey, John, order a double cheeseburger for your dog also. That'll make your dog real happy. And you'd never seen a, a bigger grin than John had. He says, really? I can order something for him? He says, yeah, order him a double cheeseburger. And so he did. Well, we sat down to eat, my brother, John, his dog, and I. And I've never seen a happier person eating lunch with us. I've never seen a happier dog eating lunch with us. And I asked myself in this example, why didn't I stop and help John? You know, why hadn't I stopped and given John my shoes? I was touched by my brother. You see, he had courage, he had no fear, and he was willing to help. So these stories give background and demonstrate why I want to find and help others. I want to help others make changes to their life. I want to help others find support and find love. I want to find those to help. So that is the first part of the name, Finding Jimmy. Finding. I have to find these people and help them change. The second part we'll get into now, which is why the name Jimmy. A few years ago, I was sitting down with my children at eating, and a homeless person walked by on the street. And I turned to my daughter and I said, hey, look, there goes Jimmy. We should go outside and help him. My daughter said to me, dad, his name's not Jimmy. Uh, another example with my kids, we drove into a Walmart parking lot and there was a lady walking along with a cart and she was shaking and trembling and just looked terrified like she was sick and ill. And my daughter says to me, dad, we need to go and help her. And just as she said that, this woman fall, fell over and face planted on the hot Walmart parking lot. And another man ran over to help this lady. And, and I said to my daughter, hey, look, Jimmy's already helping her. Let's run over and help her too. We ran over, lifted her up and helped attend to her wounds on her face. And my daughter says to me, dad, you don't know him. His name isn't Jimmy. And I said, well, I didn't know his name. I, I just uh, referred to him as Jimmy. So my daughter, the same daughter, we were playing at a park but with some baseball fields uh, one day, and there was a little boy over in the corner next, in between a fence and a, and a pine tree that was crying and sobbing. And my daughter said to me, Dad, I need, I need to go help that little boy. And I said, okay, why don't you go over there and help him? So she walked over, just her. She probably was six or seven, and the little boy about the same age. And they talked for a little while, and she walks back over to me, and she says, Dad, give me your cell phone. And I said, what for? And she says, I need to call his parents. She said, they drove away from the field and they left him and he doesn't have a way to get a hold of them. I want to call his parents and tell them that he can either ride with us or he, they can come pick him up. And she was adamant of this and she provided great relief to this little boy and we stayed with him until his parents uh, arrived and, and picked him up. So I could go through dozens and dozens of experiences but these experiences, when I find someone that I don't know and I've never met before, often with my kids, I would call this person Jimmy. Hey, let's go help Jimmy. And my daughter and my kids have consistently said, Dad, not all these people are called Jimmy. But in my 
life and these experiences. I've typically referred to these people as Jimmy. And so that's where the name Finding Jimmy comes from, finding a person who I've not met before, I don't know, and providing some type of assistance, aid, love, or support to this person. So in summary, to this point, finding refers to a constant desire or a constant effort to lift and love someone around me who I don't know that could benefit from love or support. And Jimmy refers to anybody or everybody or all who might need help of any kind that I can provide. So where is Finding Jimmy today? Today, you're listening to the Finding Jimmy podcast. Today, the Finding Jimmy, the book, is is in process and hope to be soon soon to be published. Um, there are daily efforts being made to lift and love others without restriction, without limit, and without fear to help these Jimmies. 100% of the proceeds generated by Finding Jimmy Purpose go to lifting and loving others in need without restriction, without limit, without fear. So in conclusion, I hope you can understand better why this podcast is called Finding Jimmy. Because I, myself, am Jimmy. You see, as I've learned to help and lift and love others and find these others who need help, I've actually found myself. I am Jimmy. You, this listener, you are Jimmy, and we are all Jimmy, and there are many other Jimmies, and we all need to be found, we need to be loved and supported. What I have found through my experiences, going back to that beginning experience I shared with my father, he was fearless, he wanted to help, he was willing to help, and when that car flipped over and the man was hurt, we needed to help him. So as we find others we will find ourselves. So here's my challenge today for you and my invitation. My challenge today is for you to find a Jimmy, whether it's yourself or another person, and lift and love to the best of your abilities. And as you do this, you will truly find yourself.